Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo Blogs, read to you by me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'm reading the actual Bravo blogs written by the ladies each week on the Bravo website. I'm just doing it for you here in audio form, because sometimes we all can't get to the website in time and read it, and there's all those ads. And hey, I also like to interject my thoughts while I'm reading to you guys, because I don't read them ahead of time, and then we get to experience it all together. And if you're listening to this on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, make sure you comment in the section below this audio file and let me know what you think of what I'm saying or what the Bravo ladies are saying each week, because I love hearing from all of you and interacting with you. Now, you should also know that you can get these audio vlog blog readings to go in iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're getting it in iTunes or Stitcher, make sure you leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. It really helps support our shows. Of course, the best way to help support our shows right now for all you Big Brother fans is to get the live feeds early bird special through our website. Just go to yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb16 or click on the ads in the sidebar on the web page you guys get 20 percent off the live feeds all summer long and it really 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 helps support our show so if any of you guys are big brother fans that is a really great way to let us bring you all of the content we do all summer long for big brother um as you guys probably know we do the premiere party we live stream it with house guests taking your questions live We have the cast on as they're eliminated each week. Uh, When Big Brother is over, we live stream the finale party. We have the whole jury on. We keep Big Brother going well into Christmas as soon as it starts. Of course, we also do my comedic video mashup shows, group recap shows, blogs. We have the live feed forums. So much Big Brother is pretty much what we live and breathe all summer long of course, I am not going to stop doing these Bravo blogs during the summer or any of our other content. We're adding everything on. So if you're not a Big Brother fan and you're not really into supporting us that way, well, check out our patron campaign in the sidebar on our website as well. It's a great way to get exclusive content about the shows that you guys might like, um, as well as some swag and other fun stuff that we only give to our patron members, which is like a monthly subscription where you choose the price and you can cancel anytime. Of course, you could always make a direction directly through PayPal or do your online shopping starting at the link for Amazon in our sidebar. But I get it. People aren't made of money. A great free way to help support our shows is just to share them on social media with your friends, like them, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is to do on that social media website that you're on because we're on all of them. But look, enough of all of this. Enough, I say. We need to get to the week six Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo blogs. And first up is who I think is most appropriate, uh, Heather, with her blog called Here Goes the Double Standard. (laughs) And here's what Heather is saying. When the episode begins, I'm making reindeer food with Katrina in the kitchen as I talk to Terry. And, and oh, okay, wait, sorry. Little side note from Eric here, because that totally just reminded me. 
of course, it didn't remind me that well, because as you guys know, I really do have a bad memory and I totally forgot your name. But somebody, uh, one of our dear listeners last week was chatting with me on Twitter about how she was listening to this while she was cooking. You know who you are. I know who you are, too. I just don't remember your name. So I just want to say hi if you're watching while you're cooking again. We love interacting with all of you. So like I say all the time, comment below, interact with us on Twitter. I'll totally mention you in the show, but then forget your name. So I don't know if this is a good endorsement. <laughs> I I will figure it out. Let me know and I will copy it down for the next show and I'll shout you out again. Um, if, you know, it works in as this one so perfectly did. Okay. Back to Heather in the kitchen, who's actually cooking by herself and not using people to cook for her. Okay, here we go. Uh, Kat had an assignment to bring in a family holiday tradition to school, and that is what she chose. It's very cute, and you can check it out on my website for all the details at heatherdebro.com. Also, for those who have asked before about my yellow beverage, it's piss. No, I'm kidding. It's Grey Goose Vodka and Soda mixed with Crystal Light Lemonade. Very good and low in calories. Yeah, yeah, we liked it the first time it was called Skinny Girl. Bethany did it. Get over it, Heather. Um, of course, when Terry asked, I shared what happened at dinner with the girls at Javier's. If you listen to the flashback, you can hear Shannon yelling, Heather, Heather. That was part of the reaction you didn't get to see. Was her, re was her reaction angry to me? Yes. Should I have let it go? Yes. Should I have stayed in the seat after Vicky told me to move? Yes. Can we be done talking about this? No. And that was me, Eric, speaking. <laughs> Back to Heather. Very easy to see and say in retrospect. Of course, I'm telling my husband about this in the privacy of our home and not trash talking Shannon to the other girls. Okay, Eric speaking. You're not doing it in the privacy of your home. You're doing it for all of America. You know exactly what you're doing, which is why all of you go run off to have a conversation in front of a camera all the time because you want to make sure that it makes the show, which is why later when Heather is talking to Terry again at the hoedown and she's complaining about Tamra, Terry is like, well, you need to get together with Vicky and Tamra and, you know, put an end to this. And and then Heather is like, yeah, I can't believe Tamra was talking to Shannon about it. So what Heather is really saying and what Terry is really saying is I can't believe Tamra would film and make me look bad. And Terry is saying, yeah, you need to get them together and you all need to make a pack not to film with the new girls unless it's in a positive light about all of you. And speaking of new girls, have we even seen that girl, Danielle? She's on the show for like 10 seconds. Why is she even in the show? Anyway, I try not to interject too much of my opinions. Let's go back <laughs> to see what Heather is saying. Okay. Yes, it's very easy to see in retrospect. Of course, I'm telling my husband this in the privacy of our own home. Shannon, of course, is talking about me to Vicky. Yeehaw. I love how Terry, Terry and the kids embrace the hoedown theme. Probably because they were terrified if they didn't, you'd kill them with a real gun. They looked so cute. I can't stand it. I purposely didn't visit the party site earlier in the morning knowing everything was under control. Oh, bravo, Heather. Oh, so good, Heather. 
congratulations. You should be so proud. I was giving her the slow cap for how proud she should be of herself for not going, like she wants a medal for that. P.S. I really love Heather. <laughs> okay, so when I showed up and the party was not ready to go, I was concerned. However, I got it together so fast. How funny was the Onion Ring Bandit Station? Terry just loved it. Listen, I learned my lesson. And in case we didn't know she learned her lesson, she's going to drill it down our throat every episode that she learned her lesson. That was me speaking. It takes so little to please the people you love. I love my husband, and he will eat onion rings whenever and wherever he wants for the rest of his life. Well, probably so he can have a heart attack because he can get all his money, apparently. Okay, she didn't say that. That was me. Um, also, I had a few comments from viewers about making Terry a plate at Shannon's dinner party, and they show me doing it again at the hoedown. Call me old-fashioned, but I always serve my husband and children first. As you should, woman. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do you guys think there's something wrong with that? I always, like, make the play for mom, man. I just think that's nice. That's just caring. They do stuff for me, and I'm sure Terry does stuff for her. Comment in the section below and let me guys know what where you're weighing on that. Is that an issue right now? Okay. Even though I don't cook very often or very well, I enjoy feeding my family. <laughs> oh, she thinks feeding her family is putting, putting food on the plate. Oh, Heather, you're cute. Okay. It's about taking care of them and nurturing them and loving them. And it satisfies me. Okay. She came around. Dancing was such a ball. I never line danced before. It's so much fun. I also square danced with my husband's son and son, Nikki. What a special memory. I was hoping Shannon and Vicky would show up, which is why I was holding the ceremony. Vicky, because she's a close friend, and Shannon, because I thought we had connected about the whole thing. She and I had discussed the groundbreaking party she did for her house and the one that we did for the previous house, so I knew it meant something to her. The actual ceremony was amazing was a little longer than what you saw on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure like parades are coming through and like there's probably skydivers and, you know, it's Heather. So it must be crazy over the top. Um, Terry made a beautiful toast and we loved having almost everyone there. Ooh, shady. <laughs> I actually didn't know our builder was going to have the cat digger there to do a real official first scoop of dirt. So that was awesome. Oh, please. You didn't know. You had every last. Shannon is just like me. Believe me. She not only knew he was going to be there. She told him where to be the angle and depth of which he needed to dig. Trust me, people. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> yes. Shannon, Vicky and Danielle were all late. I knew Danielle would be because she had told me ahead of time. I never would have mentioned Shannon being late during the party. Definitely. I never should have. No, she said would have. Definitely not appropriate at the time. However, I walked up in the conversation while everyone was sitting down for lunch and Tamara said we were talking about why Shannon was so late. So I responded. If she had said we were just talking about why Vicky was late, I would have responded to that. I felt roped into that conversation. No pun intended. I don't think I made a big deal about them being late while I was standing there, but I feel like Tamara tried to stir it up to another level. Shannon was angry at me that I responded honestly when I was pulled into that conversation. Like it's my fault? Why not be mad at Tamara for bringing it up? 
Cut to a few minutes later, and Shannon is again talking about me to the other ladies. As you see, the only person I vent to is my husband. My conversation with Tamara and Vicky is just so odd. Okay, Eric speaking, side note, it's pretty much because your husband's the only one you can vent to, so I don't know if that's a really good explanation there, since you're having issues with the other girls. Okay, no one was asking Tamara to pick sides, certainly not me. Why do you want to be in the middle of all this? Plus, Vicky snoring again? There are no words. I've had it. It's just, it's so rude. Don't come over and ask me what's going on, and when I respond, <laughs> go to sleep. Uh, sorry, Heather's still talking. Beyond, beyond, it's just beyond. Oh, yeah, she's still talking. Here goes that double standard again. Vicky can behave any way she feels like, but my behavior must be picked at and questioned at all turns. Tamara wants Shannon to talk to me about the issues right away, and I really appreciated Shannon not confronting me at my party. Very appropriate. However, throwing shade at me in her interview again sort of took the niceness out of that moment. Watching Tamara tell Shannon I was mad at her is just frustrating because it's clearly not what I said, stirring the pot or just interrupting her. Which is it? But let's go back to the fun party stuff. O-M-G. The donut eating contest was so cute. Nikki on the microphone loved it. Can I get a yeehaw? I don't know where he gets this theatrical side from. I loved all the, I loved that all the girls got on the dance floor and were dancing and having fun. This was what I envisioned for the party. Okay, just a couple of Eric comments here. Number one, your kid gets the theatrics from Terry. He's like half drag queen in a man's body. If no one can tell. Um, and when I watched that whole donut eating contest, um, that is literally, oddly enough, fun Eric fact, my earliest childhood memory. Like the first thing that I can remember as a memory is doing that donut eating contest at like my fourth uh, birthday party, I guess. This is my birthday party, but it's like the first thing I can remember. I don't. I, that I know I have a memory of as a child. So fun, Eric, fact there. Okay, so let's finish up with Heather's long-ass blog. The Bull. Oh, my God. All of the ladies were so funny. Shannon cracked me up. Lizzie was hilarious. Tamara was sturdily and rode the... It was studily? Studly. Ha ha ha. I can't read. Tamara was studly and rode the bull three times. Oh, well, looks like we're going to get our answer now because I was really dying to see how she was going to defend that edit where it made it look like she was the reason Tamara got hurt. Okay. So Tamara was studly and rode the bull three times. I was happy to ride the bull. Never thought I'd be writing that particular sentence, but I was nervous my skirt would fly up. Why didn't I wear shorts underneath? Anyway, I will tell you the bull goes from zero to 60 so fast that when I got off the ride, you saw me saying, who turned it up? It actually feels a lot faster than it looks, and it's really scary. By the way, what was up with all the obscenities David Beater was yelling at me? I didn't hear it at the time, and it's pretty offensive. Who shouts spread your legs to another man's wife in any context? Tamara's epic fall. 
I got the safest mechanical bull imaginable. (laughs) Bouncy house material all around it. I'm a safety girl. Let's be clear on something. I was joking when I told the guy to turn it up. He, oh my God. (laughs) He didn't even speak English. And it was before she got on the bull. If I had actually turned it up and she got hurt, I would have been apologizing profusely. Can we go back to where she just said he doesn't even speak English? Wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, I didn't even remember making the joke when this all happened. I know it looks funky to hear me saying who could have done that when it looked like it was me. All I can say is after drinking champagne all day, I just didn't remember making the joke. Obviously, it must have been a bad case of champesia. Champes. She's saying amnesia, but putting champagne in it, and I can't say it. Great. Thank God Tamara's arm is not broken. I did call her several times, but her phone died, and she didn't get any of my messages until later. Ugh, will there ever be an event without drama? Can Shannon and I resolve our differences? Find out next week on the all-new Real Housewives of Orange County. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Heather. But before we end it, I just have to say, clearly the fact that Heather is mentioning the text and the fact that they pointlessly showed Heather um, Tamara's phone being dead in the car clearly means there's more to this plot line of the text going through. Because they would not waste a whole entire scene of having Tamara be like, oh, my cell phone's dead, womp womp, for no reason, unless it's going to come back later where something happens because of herself on being dead, if you get what I'm saying. Okay, this really concludes the Bravo blog of Heather. So I guess it's only fair if we go to the other side of the coin and hear what Shannon has to say with her blog called Shannon Wonders Why She Was Singled Out. Because you're crazy. That was me speaking. Uh, um, I am truly torn as to how I should approach my blog this week. I'm involved in drama. It's ridiculous to even call it that. Over the most trivial issues that have been blown to extreme proportions. Time out. Eric speaking. Who, Shannon, I say. Who? Do you think is blowing them out of proportion and making them a big deal? Could it be you? Maybe. You, Shannon, are making them the big deal? I mean, I think. I don't want to go crazy right now, but it could be you making them a big deal. You know, kind of like how every single episode you're like, oh my god, I never drink while you're drinking. Like, does anyone else notice that literally every episode she talks about how she never drinks while she's drinking? I'm just saying. I think she's an alcoholic and trying to hide it. Are you in an AA program, Shannon? Let us know. Comment in the section below and let me know what you guys think. And now let's go back and listen to the ramblings of an insane person. What saddens me the most is that I was excited to get to know the new family that would eventually live close to mine. Our children are relatively the same age, and I'm still baffled at how my relationship with Heather has progressed into its current state. Is it possible to move on from Chairgate? Clearly, the answer is no. After watching Heather's exchange with her husband, 
And to reiterate, I didn't say I want to sit in the middle. Why can't I sit in the middle? I never opened my mouth once telling Heather to move her seat. She acknowledged that Vicky said everything in the last episode. I also didn't yell the entire way from the bathroom to the table. Watch the footage. Nothing has been left out. Oh, here we go. So now Heather's saying it's all been left out and Shannon's saying nothing's been left out. Who do we believe? Comment below. Also, I certainly was not hiding my behavior. Heather doesn't come across as someone who is easily frightened. Bottom line, you're seeing my true self and there was nothing scary angry about my behavior. It appears Heather is the one that has an issue with me and it is quite disturbing that she would have a conversation like this in her children's presence. To the hoedown. Believe it or not, I have manners and I'm not a rude person. My husband coaches the Twins baseball team and we argued about ending the practice early so we would be on time to the party, but he would not change it. I relayed this information to the others involved in the party and they clearly did not convey the message to Heather. Basketball, Vicky arriving late to my house, and getting the girls ready all contributed to our late arrival. Was it right to be late? Absolutely not. I apologize for our tardiness several times. I'm not a child and don't need to be scolded like one. I am curious how many times a person has to apologize for being late because one apology is not enough for Heather, though. With all their closest family and friends present on such an important day, why were the DeBros so consumed with the beater's arrival time? I'm just saying, with names like Beaters and Hoedown, we could have a lot of fun with this. Recap, but we're not because we're trying to stick to just the blog, ma'am. There is one key point in this episode which explains everything. Vicky and I walked into the party right after Danielle. Neither Vicky nor Danielle was pulled aside and scolded for being late. So why am I being singled out? I am not happy that Tamara and Vicky escalated the tardy issue with Heather. I didn't want to cause a scene. A discussion with Heather about all this nonsense was absolutely necessary, but I could not let it happen at her party. That's what you call good manners. But as Vicky and Tamara sat down with Heather to discuss our issues, Heather once again took the opportunity to bring up her concocted story about me storming from the bathroom. No one at the dinner table saw or heard this, Heather, because it didn't happen. So give it a rest. I would also like to be clear that I spent the afternoon with Heather before she invited me to Tamara's spooky party. We never had established we never had an established friendship. It is bothersome to hear Heather say that she brought me into the group when I only knew her for one second. Heather has a problem with me, clearly, and I have to say that it's all right for her to do the same about me. Okay, Heather has a problem. I'm sorry. Heather has a problem talking about Tamara about me talking to Tamara, yet it's right for her to do the same to me. Wow, sorry. Uh, it, the page loaded funny. Anyway, I don't edit these, as you guys know. One fun spot in the hoedown for me was riding the mechanical bull. I do not exercise and don't have any muscle in my core, so I was quite proud of myself that I rode the bull for longer than Lizzie did. 
I have been back and forth on whether I should comment on the end of the episode because it had nothing to do with me. I am, however, an honest and opinionated person, and when I believe expressing my point of view is justified, I will do so. And any chance to rip Heather apart, I'm gonna take. Let's see if I'm right. Uh, That being said, and that was me, obviously, Eric, talking. Um, That being said, we all heard Heather tell the mechanical bull operator to turn up the speed when Tamara hopped on the bull. Terry then asked Heather if she had turned it up, and she confirmed it. Why was Heather bewildered when Tamara injured her arm? She said to fire the operator for increasing the speed. Fire him for doing what she told him to do? Um, Here we go again. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon. So what do you guys all think about the mechanical bull business? Is that wow? I don't know what to think. I am kind of leaning more to believing Heather on this one. Uh, I, I don't see her as someone. Well, you know what? But maybe I do. Maybe she did say turn it up and didn't think she'd get hurt. I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to know what you guys think. So let me know in the comment section below as we move on to the Bravo blog of Lizzie. And it's called If You Can't Beat Them, Join Them. Here we go again. Is it really that difficult to say Lizzie? I mean, I did tell Vicky she could call me Elizabeth. Probably half the people I know call me Elizabeth. I would be 100% fine with Vicky calling me Elizabeth. I don't know what else to do at this point besides laugh at my name. She's that's stumped Vicky so much that I am now being referred to in terms of what you call your pet pup, a Lizzie. Sure, we can find a more permanent things to befuddle ourselves with, can't we, Vicky? Yeah, Eric speaking, like, why does Lizzie always look like she's high? Like, her face, she just, she like, literally always looks like she's high. Watch the episode back. Or maybe she's just squinty. I don't know. It's weird. Just always looks like, like, like a puffy, like a puffy coke horse, you know what I mean? Uh, but no, like, allegedly. I'm just saying, that's what you look like. I'm not saying that you do that, in case you're listening to this comment below. When I first arrived at the hoedown, Tamara gave me advice on how to deal with Vicky. I don't think that Tamara was trying to instigate drama here. Tamara has been very nice to me since the ugly sweater party, and I think she was trying to help out the new girl. You have to understand that I'm just trying to figure these women out and how to manage within this new group. Vicky arrived at the hoedown and pretended like she never met me before. I knew she did it on purpose, and when I told Danielle about it, I decided to just have fun with Miss Vicky. She obviously wants to play these little girl games, so if you can't beat them, join them. And as I said to Danielle, get on and enjoy the ride. That is how I feel about Vicky right now. It's a little bit like a roller coaster. Why not just have fun with it? I have a sense of humor, so let's go. Vicky does in fact apologize for calling me Lizzie and tells me and tells me that people call her Icky Vicky. Why a woman has been called these names in the past and didn't like it, yet would call another woman names like them, is beyond me. However, I accepted her apology and am truly happy to be starting over again with Vicky. I think it was very sweet of Vicky to apologize, and I accept her apology. I 100% believe in forgiveness and think it takes a lot to admit when you're out of line and rude. 
When Vicky offered me a tequila shot because I'm Mexican, well, I just went along with it. I know she knows better. She made a big deal at Javier's saying I looked ethnic and I explained my heritage. I don't know if she wants a fight or just to be silly, but I was going to have fun and I don't mind being called Mexican. I think Mexican Latina are actually some beautiful women. A side note here, and speaking of tequila shots, I owe Vicky an apology for the tequila shots at Javier's from last week. I saw where she ordered the drink for the entire table and did not leave me out on purpose. I also want to add that I like Vicky, and although we had a rocky start, I think she's a good person and has a big heart. I really appreciate Heather. I felt that Heather is someone I could trust and had my back right from the start. I am sure most of you can tell that this isn't exactly the easiest group to be accepted by. Heather made me feel comfortable from the beginning, and I'm really grateful that I met her. Okay, so mental note, Lizzie is team Heather. Heather's got her hooks in her. (laughs) Heather's, Heather's lot and replica of her new mansion are beyond gorgeous. I love the idea for a hoedown groundbreaking party. The party, the view, the outfits, they were all fabulous. Heather really knows how to throw a party. I understand why Heather was frustrated with Shannon and Vicky that Hannon, that Shannon and Vicky were late to her event. Obviously, we all have things that come up and reasons why we weren't late. However, I think the ladies knew they were going to be late. They should have at least let Heather know in advance or as soon as they knew that they wouldn't be on time. It's just the polite thing to do. Trust me, I have little kids. I'm completely forgiving of last minute catastrophes, but that wasn't the case here. I understand her irritation, and unfortunately, the chair incident at Javier's was most undubitable. <laughs> Let's do that one again. Unfortunately, after the chair incident at Javier's, this most undoubtedly will catapult their vexation with each other even further. See why I had trouble with that one? I wish Shannon would have simply apologized and left it at that. I know Shannon is really nice, and I know she did not come late to be rude on purpose. All in all, I had fun at the hoedown, and I had fun with the ladies. I hope everyone had a wonderful and safe Memorial Day weekend. Let's not forget the reason for this special day, to pay tribute to all that sacrificed their lives in order to defend our country and give Americans our freedoms every day. And I completely agree. I hate saying happy Memorial Day, but I hope you all had a peaceful and um, nice Memorial Day weekend. And and that was me, Eric, speaking. Heather ended, I mean, Lizzie ended over there at Americans for Every Freedoms. I, Eric, was saying I hope you had a nice Memorial Day. And now, thus concludes the Bravo blog of Vicky. I mean, Lizzie, because I'm losing it. I'm a little hungover from Memorial Day. And last, but certainly not least, is Tamra with her blog called I Was in the Middle of Shannon and Heather. 
And now I say last but not least because Vicky didn't put her blog up this week and it's already three days past the episode and I need to get this out to you guys. So I can't wait for Miss Vicky anymore, but I will try and put it in. I won't try. I will. I will because I care about yous. I will put it in um, next week's blog for you all. So let's see what Tamara is saying. Giddy up, housewives. Let's get to the dirt of things. The hoedown was a very cute idea, and everything looked amazing, as expected. The view from the DeBros lot is beautiful. I also have to say, did anybody else notice how, like, they kept shooting the angle where, like, you just saw off into the distance, but sometimes you got, like, a glimpse of how there was literally a house right behind them? So, like, yeah, they have this huge, ginormous lot, yet there's literally a house, like, four feet behind them. I'm sure they'll build their house more in the middle, but, you know, whatevs. Whatevs. I also have to say, um, that other Heather, I think Heather McDonald, the comedian, she, like, popped her head around in one of the scenes so clearly she's friends with them as well she's always on Chelsea lately for you guys that watch that but okay anyway we're getting so off track let's go back to seeing what Tamara is saying Shannon was late we got it I think if it was anyone else nothing would have been said Heather was talking about Shannon being late to everyone so it was natural for me to ask Shannon what happened since she lived down the street she told me that David was coaching her daughter's team, and I thought it was a legit excuse. So when Heather walked up, I thought it was appropriate to tell her we were talk what we were talking about instead of everyone shutting up and making her think we were talking badly about her. I thought if Heather knew that Shannon was waiting on David, she'd understand. Hmm. I really thought the fighting that was going on between Heather and Shannon was pretty stupid. I thought if they talked it out, things would get better between them. I didn't mean they needed to talk right then and there. I was just saying, I don't want to hear any more about it. Heather saying that I wanted to be in the middle was the farthest thing from the truth. Every time I hung out with Heather, she talked about Shannon. And every time I was with Shannon, she talked about Heather and was not nice to her. I was in the middle. I found myself picking sides at times and it had nothing to do with who I liked more. I was agreeing with the person that was right and both of them had their moments. I know what it's like to be around someone you don't really care about. Out. Everything they do drives you crazy. I'm interested to know, Eric speaking, what you guys think. Um, let me know in the comments below. Uh, do we think Tamara is being a little monkey in the middle instigator, trying to stay relevant, maybe? I think she is. I'm going to say I think she is. So let me know what you guys think. Okay, back to Tamara. Vicky, really? When I saw she said, nice to meet you, Lizzie, I almost fell out of my chair. I'm starting to think she is just screwing with Lizzie. Vicky didn't apologize for calling her Izzy, and I think that they've moved on. When I told Lizzie that Vicky has a hard time with new girls and she should stand up for herself like she did in the limo and Vicky would stop name calling and respect her, I was not dissing my friend, but only being honest. Sometimes, if you know how to deal with a person right off the bat, it makes life a lot easier. My social media is going crazy with one question. Did you know Heather told the guy to turn up the bull? The answer to that question is no. 
Eddie and I rode the bull many times during the party and had many English-speaking conversations with the bull operator. And Eric speaking, she's saying that because Heather was saying he didn't speak English, remember? Yeah. Um, He told us the best way to hold on and what not to do. I feel pretty comfortable on the bull, and after the fifth time I rode it, so by the time the viewers saw me ride it, I was thinking to myself, I got this. The whole riding is a blur to me. It happened so fast. Something was clearly different. Duh. He turned it up, and when it threw me off, I slammed down on my forearm and suddenly felt the pain. Ho down. It was hard for the viewers to see how hard I hit because of the camera position. My arm turned black and blue immediately with a big knot that looked like a bone. When I got up, I felt like I was going to pass out. I'm not sure if it was from falling or the pain. Shannon called the local urgent care and made them stay open a bit longer until we got there. So thank you, Shannon. That's the last thing that I needed was a broken arm. After the x-ray, they wrapped my arm, gave me a shot in the butt for the swelling, and told me not to work for at least a week. Joy. I took a good two months before I felt any better, but the good thing is, it wasn't broken. I get lots of questions about franchising cut fitness, and my answer to that is, soon. We are currently working with a company called FitFit to have live streaming classes that you get access to off of your computer. And if you have any questions about fitness, please send your messages to me here. And by here, she means on the Bravo blog, or, you know, I'm sure you can tweet her them as well. And thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamra. (laughs) Well, that about wraps up our Bravo blogs from the ladies for this week. Now, don't forget to check out the other Bravo blogs being read to you by me over on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And hey, you should also know John is doing video vlogs as well that you can see over on our website or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash realityrecaps. And if you watch them over there, thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do you know why? Because it helps support us a lot too. And of course, Zach and our other bloggers are also blogging The Real Housewives. So we got you guys covered no matter how you want to get your Bravo content. And of course, all of it is over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. But did you know Bravo shows aren't the only ones we cover? Oh, that's right. We also do Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, The Bachelorette, RuPaul's, new shows like The Quest and Utopia. We will be covering Opposite Worlds, so much more. You just need to go head over to our website, yourrealityrecaps.com, to check out all of our exclusive content, cast interviews, live streaming parties, and so much more that you guys are not going to find anywhere else. And of course, if you want to support us, well, listen to the start of this podcast again, because I told you all the ways you can. So, until next week when we're back with the next round of the Ladies Housewives vlogs. I'll see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.